0: Emotional triggers. This is episode 160 on Alternative Health Tools podcast, where together we discover alternative health tools and explore integrative healing philosophies for both individuals and practitioners. Hi, everyone. This is Angie, your co host for Alternative Health Tools, where together we discover alternative health tools and explore integrative. Healing philosophies for both individuals and practitioners.
1: Woohoo! And I'm Lisa Victoria, your other co host from Across the Pond. And together we make an awesome team of bringing practitioners and other amazing people onto the show to share all those wonderful things that Angie's just talked about with you guys. And today we're talking about emotional triggers. Ding, 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 ding.
0: <laughs> so it's all about who is your driver, right? So Lisa and I were planning, and stay tuned, it's Heal the Healer coming up soon, a series series. But we were talking about emotional triggers around holidays or whether or around significant events, you know, uh, around certain dates the same way every year. And we're just talking about how folks just don't believe they can be healed from that, right? They think it's just the way it is, but there's there's methods to what is driving you, whether it's an emotional trigger with an accident, incident, occasion, or as we were talking about your goals, right? What's driving you to the goals? Is it a healthy driver? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And who's in the driving seat, you or somebody else? And if it's not you, who who is that other person? Exactly. <laughs> is it past,
0: past voices from the mother or past voices from school? or? Right. And it's really finding that, you know, if we all have a story, I'm no different, right? I didn't come on without this, this breezy, easy way of life over 50 years now. I love I've, that, breezy easy. Yeah, <laughs> we wish. If Sometimes. only life is that simple. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But the reality is we've all signed up for soul expansion and growth and everything we experience is to expand us and to grow us. And, you know, my journey is no different than anyone else. I was in corporate America for over 20 years and I was driven, driven by performance because my self-worth was tied to that performance and that accolades and that acknowledgement for being number one or being a high performer in corporate America. You know, eventually my body said, yeah, chick, that's not going to work. And then I had my first autoimmune (laughs) diagnosis, right? And that's what happens. And it brings you to your knees and then you start going, okay, what's happening here? And I know you had something very similar.
1: Totally, totally. Everything you say, it just resonates with me. And I was in corporate UK and I was an accountant and I was driven. So I was the passenger of my life because I was driven. I wasn't in the driver's seat. And I was driven by all those things that you talk about, you know, wanting to be successful, wanting to climb the career ladder. And it was at the expense of my health, my well-being, And I wasn't, I wasn't aware of those emotional triggers at the time. And then my body went, stop, girl. <laughs> if you're not gonna stop, we'll stop you in your tracks. And I got chronic fatigue syndrome. And, and that was part of my journey. And what love what you said, Angie, about you know, it's it's a journey, isn't it? And these things are coming up for us to be able to heal them. And that's what we're talking about today.
0: It is, and I really I'm gonna encourage all the listeners to understand. That you can heal those, but the first mm-hmm. thing is you have to acknowledge they're coming up to be healed, right? Yes. And and we've we've pushed as a generation, as a human species, as a race, we have pushed these emotions back, mm-hmm. right? Big boys don't cry. The girls have now taken on masculine and now we're masculine and men are feminine and we have all this confusion of roles. Mm-hmm. And and this isn't a political comp comment. This is an emotional comment. So yes. for everyone to, whatever I just triggered in you, I want, yeah. I want you to acknowledge that. But really it's about understanding that that person you don't like, that you've never really talked to, they just walked into the room, mm-hmm. that's an internal emotional trigger, right? Yes. That's something that's not been healed. That experience that seems to happen every September 18th every year, again, is a trauma that was never healed, And we could even go deeper, right, Lisa, for those that believe in past lives, those that Mm. believe in generational and ancestral impact, we are being called, in my professional opinion and experience, we're being called right now. to take that generational trauma that we've ignored, that's been swept up underneath the rug years and years and and generations and generations of molestation and generations and generations of deceit and lies and all Mm. this I just triggered on everyone. We're being asked to heal that right now. And it's
1: wonderful, isn't it? The world's waking up to healing. I love what you said there and, and thinking about that generational stuff. It's We've always been taught to just just pull your socks up, just get on with it, you know, be the strong one, be the tough one. you know there's there's people worse off than you in the world. So bury those emotions, don't acknowledge them, don't heal them. And actually, that's part of our that's part of our journey and our evolution, isn't it? We're human beings, we're meant to feel, we're not human doings, and we talked about that, didn't we, off air and I think if any of our listeners are out there thinking, yes, I do get emotionally triggered that's okay. Just know it's okay. Just notice what's showing up for you and then we can heal those things.
0: You know, it's so true. And I want to give some tips on how to heal that, right? So we go back to who's your driver who's your driver in your life, whether that is a career, whether that is something you're being or something you're becoming. I said earlier, which I guarantee was a trigger to many people because it tends to be about the males becoming feminine and the feminine becoming male. Mm -hmm. And and we're at a crossroads. We're really aligning both feminine and male energy, right? We need Mm -hmm. that. We totally need that. And it's not a judgment call. It's an internal call. So where in our life are we lacking either one of those? It, It is a, balance. We have for so many years been very male driven, male energy driven. I won't say male, that's not the right words, but the energy, right? That masculine energy. And now we're bringing in some feminine energy and it's created for a balance. And that's where the healing begins. And, you know, at least I always tell my clients and my practitioners that I train that that emotion comes from your mama's nose. So you got your mama's nose or her Mm -hmm. ears or your dad's back end, you know, whatever. But what came with that was a generation of of emotion stuck in those cells, and now that's brought through, right, an ancestral impact. Mm-hmm. And as a full mess of shaman, I work with that all the time, and those very generational, where did this start, or ancestral implications. It's
1: so, so true. And even just thinking about, you know, what we've learned in this lifetime through observation. You know, they say observation is our big, biggest education, don't they? And nothing... Can make or no one can make you feel good or bad, only the thought we attach to it. So I know for me, like 11, I think that's a good number because for me, that tells me that I'm cared for and the angels are around me and the universe is around me and things are working for me. But I was talking to a client the other day and they said, I cannot unplug my phone if it's on an odd number, it has to be on an even number. So 11 for him was no, 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 it's a bad number. And I just thought, there's nothing that can make us feel good or bad, only the thought we attach to it. So I think, particularly when I'm working with clients, it's like, well, challenge your thinking. Why why are you attaching maybe a negative connotation to this? And like you say, was it that from our ancestors? Is that ancestral healing that needs to take place? And it just opens up a whole different world of possibility, doesn't it?
0: It really does. And, you know, we're being called to heal because we're seeing even the epigenetics uh, Mm. and all the science tied behind that, right? There's so much science and so many Mm. books. Um, For the listeners, if you've not studied Dispenza and Lipton and Deepak. I mean, if you haven't looked at those key individuals, there's so much science out there. Mm -hmm. To take it even further, because I alluded earlier about, now, what do we do with this emotion that we're recognizing? Wow, that's a trigger. That shirt's a trigger. That date's a trigger. That comment, wow, was a trigger, right? Alexander Lloyd has some awesome books. Shameless plug okay don't know the guy personally shameless plug uh, <laughs> that really gives you the tools to help with that emotional trigger and begin the healing whether you're using tapping as a, as a great alternative option you can use healing code and and emotion codes and memory codes and all these codes going on out there right there's so many if, if you're into shamanism or even clearing energy field using a pendulum yes. the point is there are tools, there are ways, and you can heal if you begin to recognize the, the need, the trigger.
1: Yeah, uh, there's some wonderful tools you have just shared there, and it's so true, isn't it? There's an abundance of tools available, and I like to be led by my intuition, and, and often people are, and things are put in front of me as and when I need them. So if any of our listeners are out there thinking, oh, I need to heal, just notice, just watch, just see who's in front of you. Um, and reach out to those people to help you on your healing journey. And I'm just circling back to something you said earlier, Angie, about you know the masculine and the feminine. And I think often my experience of the corporate world was even a feminine in the corporate world. I had to really dial up my masculine energy. I couldn't bring that feminine energy in because it was seen as a weakness. And that's one of the things I'm working on changing in the corporate world in the UK is to look at bringing in that feminine side and, and really looking at emotions both in male and females to help drive them to, to feel that emotional connection rather than to feel driven by the need to succeed. They're embracing and, and they're sitting with their feelings and they're using that as fuel to fuel their you know success in life really. And rather than needing to be successful, they've got the feeling already and it's tapping into those feelings and using those for fuel. And I just think that balance of the feminine and the masculine is really important, isn't it?
0: It is extremely important as in corporate America as well <laughs> for mm-hmm. 20 years. You know, I had to really display that, as you call that masculine energy, because if I came in in the feminine, which we have, right, I'm a mother of three children, I have nurturing you know, I love being a mama. I am so proud to be a mama. Well, when you bring that into the corporate world, you are viewed as weak, mm-hmm. you know? So it's this idea of badass in the boardroom. Well, why can't we be a badass in the boardroom with a little bit of love in there? Yeah, with we some feeling. Right. Yeah, you know, I love and, it. and really connect with what we're leading, what, what vision we're leading, what group or team we're leading. Because you can show feminine strength, right? Mm-hmm. Without shoving masculine and energy into the hole. And it really ties back to the performance wheel, really, it goes back to who's your driver, Mm -hmm. who's driving you. So to speak to what you said, Lisa, if our inside, if our intuition is driving us, if our gut instinct, if Mm -hmm. our, this is what I want to do in life, if that's what's driving us, that's totally different than a an outside force. Uh, We we call those encodements when we Mm. work in um, shamanism, the, the artificial encodements, which is what you get when you, watch TV and you should be a size half and, you know, whatever.
1: Should, should, could, would. <laughs> right. Yeah. Someone
0: shooting all over you, literally. Right. <laughs> right. And then you have the natural encodements, which are those similar to epigenetics where you have your family, well-meaning family projecting their should have, could have, would on you. Mm-hmm. Right. And so that's really the emotional trigger we're talking about. I can tell you in my experience that family dynamic is what drove me in corporate America.
1: Mm. Yeah. Wow. Performing. Well said, girl. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Boom, you're on it. <laughs> and what, what really struck me there was you talking about that drive and that intuition from within. That's a different driver, isn't it? That's your source. That's your flow. That's your passion. That's your energy. And often the external drivers are coming from that place of fear, not that internal place of love and passion and connectivity. And I think sometimes those two can get a bit confused, can't they? And it is, what's your driver? Is it love or is it fear?
0: I love that right there. Because wouldn't you agree that the majority of our emotional triggers are fear? Mm. Either an expectation hasn't been met, Either we didn't communicate it or they flat didn't meet it. But there's this fear of lack of control, right? This fear of being out of control, this fear of I've got to push and shove and drag to get over here. And that's that masculine energy that we're talking about where you don't, when you come from a purpose and a passion and when you're aligned and you're listening to you, your heart, your soul, your spirit, then you flow and you look mm-hmm. at the world totally different. I know you can relate.
1: Totally, totally. And like one is lack and out of flow and the other one is abundance and inflow, isn't it? And it's literally knowing when you're in those lanes. And if you're in the lack and driven and fear, you're in the wrong lane, switch lanes and get back into your heart voice. And I guess that's sometimes what these emotional triggers are showing us, right? Is that we're in the wrong lane, we're out of flow. And that's okay. And like you say, there's some wonderful tools out there to heal us, but it's just it's just a little tap on the shoulder to say, come on, we need
0: to, we need to gently move you back into flow. Right. And it goes back to acknowledging, and we're giving all the listeners permission to mm. have emotional triggers. Yeah. We're giving you permission to throw a fit like the three-year-old and just let it out, right? And then we're encouraging you, challenging you in a sense. To dig underneath, where is that truly coming from? Where's it really coming from? When you were three, was that a generational piece? Like, Mm -hmm. where is that trauma that's stayed in your body? No one's blaming. It's a situation. When the little boy took your toy when you were four, let's be for real. No adult in the room thought you were going to be traumatized, (laughs) right? I mean, come on. We really did it. As a mother, I did it. Let them have the toy. It's a ball. We'll get another one, right? Yeah. But for whatever reason, as part of our evolution, as part of our journey in this world we call life, that has stuck with us. And so recognizing, again, we're giving you permission to acknowledge it. And the way I teach it when I'm teaching shamanism is honor that trauma. Mm. I I know it's rough. (laughs) Hey, I've been raped. It's rough. I've been there. Mm -hmm. There are some traumas that you're like, seriously, chick, you want me to relive that? No, I Mm -hmm. want you to honor it. I want you to acknowledge it. And then I want us to clear it out of the body, replacing it with 100% pure white healing light and alignment with the universe and God. That's what needs to happen. And that's what we're being called to do right now Mm -hmm. if
1: we listen thank you for sharing angie part of your story and it's it's giving like you say the listeners permission that healing is possible no matter what experiences you've experienced it's honoring that experience and and knowing that healing is possible if you're you dare to open the lid on it and take a look inside and go okay these are the feelings that are coming up i can honor them and i can heal from them and like you say that white light that's beautiful isn't it and When you were talking, I was just thinking about one of my emotional triggers as that little girl. You know, I just remember my teacher saying to me, I must have been about eight. And we were singing in, in the school choir. And she said to me, Lisa, you can't sing. Open your mouth. And oh, my goodness, has that been fouled away deep in my subconscious memory. And I just remember when I kind of was getting these emotional triggers when I was at university And this is part of my healing journey. That's one of the things that I've had to open the box on and heal. My friends would say to me, we're going out tonight to karaoke, 99p, Red Bull and vodka. Do you want to come? And everyone's like, I'm a student. Of course I want to go. And I was like, no, 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 I I I can't go out to karaoke night. And I hadn't realized where that emotional trigger had come from until I went on my own healing journey. I just knew that feeling was coming up inside me to say, "Uh uh-uh. I'm not going out tonight and then when I didn't go out I felt like I was missing out so that that emotional trigger really stole the joy out of my life and that fear I wasn't in that place of love and abundance and joy I was in that place of fear and lack and scarcity and that's what emotional triggers can be like can't they is, is, is bringing up that feeling for you to then go well, where did that come from oh it came from my eight-year-old self that's an opinion I no longer value and I can move beyond that so I then went and I thought one to me nil to my past I'm gonna go and book a singing lesson so I did exactly that and yes that you know the the negative voice in my head was saying that's really scary and you can't do that but it's acknowledging that in the moment and saying yes I can it's okay I'm safe And honoring those feelings and emotional triggers are around us all the time I guess you know sometimes we can't get away from them but the more we we embrace them and heal them the less there
0: are that's beautiful I mean what a beautiful way to open up to the listeners and just again we're confirming we all have them I mean we all have them I mean this is an eight-year-old right I mean (laughs) let's be for real how did you know you internalize that and it carried for how long till I was like 32. (laughs) Right. And and we don't think about that. And so we can't blame the teacher. The teacher was doing what the teacher does. And very possibly that experience was to show you your genius inside of you. You weren't listening to speak up and be who you are. And this was a a way and said you internalized it and it didn't open the path. Right. So really honoring that, you know, and I have to give a shameless plug to everyone. You have not heard Trina Brunk. So Trina, B-R-U-N-K, Brunk, she has a beautiful song called I Will. Mm -hmm. And it's on that basis of, you know, I'm afraid to climb the mountain. So I I turn out the light. I'm afraid of the dark. I turn out the light. I'm going to climb the mountain. I'm going to, I'm just going to, I will, I will do it. You know, it came to mind as you were talking and, you know, I spent almost two years in an RV, everything in storage, really having that healing moment of myself. Went through a divorce, ended up with a restraining order. The story goes on. But I needed to be me. Like I needed to come into my cocoon and say, where is this anger coming from where are these emotional triggers coming from and that's why i really encourage everyone listening out there find a practitioner find a professional grab a few books by alexander lloyd i mean it's a diy my friend you can really start knocking this stuff out and really begin the healing journey and see how your life just opens up you no longer are attracting the same crap every year or the same bad juju right you just start healing and you become a flower petal and it begins to open and and you get in the flow like you said lisa you just get in the flow and when you're in the flow you shine your genius upon the world and the world is asking they're praying for you right now someone is praying for your genius if you will just step through it and begin to heal so that you can shine it yes beautiful it
1: you know i just thought of um I put a post on on social media earlier and it said, you know, don't try and fix people, just walk alongside them when they're ready to walk and one of my previous clients messaged me today and said, I loved that and I love the fact that you were there to walk alongside me and I want to walk alongside others now and help them and I just thought how beautiful that he's turned something that was quite traumatic in his life into something really positive and we all have that ability to do that if we're willing to face our emotional triggers and acknowledge them for what they're for and learn and grow and move move past them. And one of the great books that um, I will plug, um, it, it, she is actually a friend of mine. She's my coach. She's an amazing lady and, and she's really helped me on my healing journey. And it's a book called, It's Not Your Fault by Elizabeth, Elizabeth Ivory. And in there, it kind of, it gives you permission to say healing's possible and it actually wasn't my fault in the first place that this is how I can move on and move past it and I guess books are, are brilliant you know you've mentioned a few and, and some songs and whatever helps and like you say you know reach out to a practitioner and just connect with someone you know and you've got a beautiful journey ahead of you embrace it it's not about the destination it's about embracing the journey and and just noticing and seeing your growth like you say about growth and that petal opening up I love that analogy it's beautiful Angie
0: So awesome. Beautiful. So this was all about who's your driver. So again, it's about where are you in flow? Are you not in flow? Where's your emotional triggers? Where are they coming from? Digging underneath to find out really where they're coming from. And again, we're really encouraging you to to get the tools and begin your healing journey. Because my friend, the world is opening up for us to truly heal and to make a difference in the new world that's here. And whatever your religious beliefs, non-religious beliefs, doesn't matter to me because the reality is we are having a cosmic shift. (laughs) You cannot deny it. And if you are, then you're living under a rock. We're having a cosmic shift that's forcing us to allow the cream to bubble to the top for you to begin your healing process and really shine your genius in the world. Again, it's your turn.
1: Yeah, it's your turn, and it's your time. And I love your passion and energy, Angie. I mean, we could we could probably continue to talk for a long time. <laughs> I'm just thinking of our listeners out there because. If anybody's thinking, oh, I'd love to know more about this, or could you do an episode on that? I mean, they can go to the Alternative Health Tools website, find this episode, and there's the blue microphone. You can leave us a voice note or messages, and if there's anything you particularly wanted Angie and myself to cover, we'd be more than happy to explore those topics. Because this is such a huge topic, isn't it, on, on the possibilities of healing and the tools available for healing. Um, so if there's anything of specific interest, I'd invite our listeners to... Uh, yeah, share those with us and we can create some more content for them.
0: Oh, I would love. Yeah, that would be a blessing to us because, mm. you know, I once was wounded, you know, very wounded. And as we all still have growth to happen, I am not healed by any means, but I am able to manage those emotional triggers and get underneath and start healing them the moment that I recognize them. And I wish that upon everyone to really be able to claim their genius and really begin the healing process because it's a body mind spirit component. It's physical ailments and I won't get off on that tangent. That could be another one. <laughs> we you could know, do that one. <laughs> that, exactly. They they stem from an emotional thought. It, nothing happens until you think. And when you think something moves. And well, it's when it's goosebumps, it isn't
1: it? Like mm-hmm. you just you when someone says to me that can't be possible and I say, well how do you get goosebumps when you hear some news? Your body's listening. Every cell in your listen every cell in your body is eavesdropping to your thoughts. So be careful what you're thinking. And then they go, Oh yeah. Goosebumps. Right, is that right. what you call them in the U S is yes. it goosebumps? Yep. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah. I have a friend that calls it chicken skin, but oh. I don't like that visual. <laughs> wow. No, I don't like that visual. <laughs> we'll go with goosebumps. goosebumps. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. So awesome. Well, I want to thank everyone for listening. Thanks Lisa for co-hosting with me. It's been a pleasure. You'll get to hear more from us. Uh, again, leave us feedback. We'd love to be able to cater and really support you on your journey. Uh, through this world in any way that we possibly can. Any last words, Miss
1: Lisa? Oh, Angie, I just want to thank you, your energy and abundance. And I think the, the last thing I want to leave with our listeners is um, to know that healing is possible. You know, I sit here and I may look vibrant and like I've got it all together and life still happens to me. But I was the wounded person, you talked about being the wounded person, and I've put the work in to start my healing journey, well start my healing journey, I'm well on to my healing journey, but we know that healing journey can still keep evolving on layers and layers and layers and levels and levels and levels. Mm -hmm. And I just want people to know that wherever they are in their healing journey, that don't compare yourself to others it's your journey it's your path and just walk that in your time at your pace and find people to walk with you on it
0: that's beautiful i confirm that yes that's beautiful so until we get to see you again on another episode god bless and as always for me make it an epic day yay (laughs) take care
1: everyone